right, what's up, everybody? Just give me one sec. Let me get everything going. All right, we're set. So, what's up, everybody? You'll notice that there's some new stuff of arrangements. Let me just make sure the microphone's good. Hang on one sec. Tune this up. All right, I think I think we're good. Hear myself a little bit clearer. All right, we're good. So you'll notice that it's different. Lower this down a little bit. So you'll notice that it's it's a lot different right now. The setup. I tried to move a lot of things around in my room. Sorry if I keep moving. I'm just trying to make sure the the setup is good. But I um I moved everything in my room. So the setup is a lot different. You can you can see now like I have the board in the background. So the board is basically just there so that you can basically see all the all the stuff. So we have goals and updates, which is the actual hosting site for the actual episodes of uh, goals and updates. So for that, it's goalsandupdates.podbean.com. You can see it on the board. Now, if you're on Instagram, you're not gonna be able to see the board. It's somewhere. It's somewhere behind me over here. Unfortunately, there's no way to get Instagram to show the board only for the fact that uh, it doesn't let me go uh, like a portrait like sideways on the camera for live streaming on Facebook. So I can't get everything on the shot. It's, you know, it's, I got to go up and down. So it, it limits how I can angle myself into the view and the board. So Facebook, like I've said, you know, a thousand times on these podcasts, Facebook is definitely the best uh, the best way to to watch goals and updates just because like there's more variety like I could do more with it I, can, I have more room because I'm filming it off the laptop so I have more more space to widescreen film and at the same time uh, everything's connected to the computer so you'll get better audio or audio quality you'll get better everything just because I have more things set up to Facebook than I do with Instagram it's more of a podcast type of experience than on Instagram. And you'll notice that if you're on Instagram right now watching this live and you go to my Facebook page, which is just Tyler Dunn, and you go to the Facebook page, you'll see that the quality is probably a hundred times different and better. So I highly recommend if you're on Instagram to go to Facebook and, and watch these live streams or the, the podcast live, or even if you want to watch them after. But uh, so starting off, we're on episode 105 of Goals and Updates. My name is Tyler Dunn, if you didn't know who I am. And we're going in to a couple different things today on this show today. So I'm going to go through, if you're new, I'm going to go through updates in my life. That's why it's called Goals and Updates. I'm going to update you on what's going on in my life. So this way you can see that I'm actually trying to implement everything that I, I basically preach on here, basically. And that way you could see... Uh, basically everything that I'm doing and you could basically be like, all right, he's trying to do this. And you'll also see that I'm not a perfect human being, right? No one's perfect. So that's the whole point of showing you that where it's not just someone talking. Most of the time you go to podcasts and a lot of people talk, but they don't show you kind of things they're doing. They don't update you on kind of what's going on in their own life. So that's what I, I tried to do differently with this podcast was the stuff that I'm telling you, I'm trying to implement into myself. So I like to say, I'm not really talking to you. I'm really talking to myself because I'm trying to implement things back into my life. So that's going to be the first portion of goals and updates is updates of myself. Then I do two topics that I'm going to go into great detail and talk about. The first topic is going to be beat fear by doing it anyways. The second topic is going to be keep your mind growing. Then we talk about Dundee Investments, which, which is my business. And then from there, 
uh, we're basically done. So to start off, uh, we'll do some updates. So it, like I said, if, if you'll probably notice, if this is your first time coming on Goals and Updates, you probably won't notice. But uh, I definitely, the background is a, is a lot different. So what I tried to do was put the board in the background, but give you the options of seeing and promoting because I didn't have a way really of promoting. The only promotion that I really had was, uh, was a hat. So I tried to do it a little bit different. I, and I bought this board for, uh, for actual Toastmasters, which I'm going tomorrow, but I got this board for that to do speeches. Now, the other thing I wanted to use this board for was when I, when I get, get everything going where I can just upload things and everything's set in stone and I can move a little bit more like flexible schedule wise and have, you know, make goals where I can get some content done. I want to use the board behind me to be able to show you visuals when I go through different things. So I do want to eventually do some, some personal finance videos eventually. And that would be good for the board because it's really hard to listen to a lot of information when you're listening about credit or you're listening to, about money or investments, it's easy to visualize it if you can see it on a board. And that's also what the board's going to be used for. So that's something that's pretty, it's going to be pretty cool once I get those videos going and, and you guys I'm sure will like that a lot. So we'll do that. Now, some of the stuff that's on this board really quick, I'm going to go over with you because it's, it's basically my, some of, one of them is my updates. So you'll see goals and updates, right? This is the, the Podbean platform that I'm working with right now where I'm trying to get all the old episodes, so all the way back from 104 and, and below, I'm trying to get on Goals and Updates Podbean platform. So once I get all that situated, I can then distribute everything differently. What's up, Wesley? Uh, I could literally distribute everything through an RSS uh, stream or feed is what they call it. And that's what Podbean's for. So if you want to go over there, go check that stuff out. I think I have like 18 episodes up on there. That's uh, goalsandupdates.podbean.com. The next thing below that would be Patreon support. So basically that's something that I did like literally last night. At two, I, I did all this stuff like basically at two in the morning. What's up, Jimmy? Tyler done for president. Hell yeah, man. I, I'm all for that. I mean, I, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take some time to get there, but... So it's, it's a long, long shot, right? But, um, but anyways, so you'll, you'll see the difference real, like on Patreon. If anyone doesn't know what Patreon is, it's basically a way for people that do podcast videos to basically have a way for someone to send them donations or support. And they normally use that money for the show, or for, in my case, it'd be for goals and updates, but like you can go on there right now. And I'm pretty sure you'll be able to see, uh, the first membership, which I believe is a dollar. But what I'm going to do with Patreon support, uh, which is patreon.com slash goals and updates. But with that, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have three different memberships. The first one's going to be a dollar membership. The second one's going to be a $5 membership. And the third one is going to be a $10 membership. So I'll give you the, I'll give you the two, five, five, uh, five, uh, fingers or 10 fingers technically all together. But that's going to be pretty interesting because what I'm going to try to do with that with the three memberships is the dollar one's probably just going to be like a basic donation. If you just wanted to do like a basic uh, support donation, the $5 one, what's up Sterling? The $5 one is going to be a little bit better. I'm going to give you some merchandise and maybe some other uh, exclusive content. And then the $10 one is going to be something I haven't really thought about the $10 one too much, but 
I'm obviously going to have to give you merchandise. I'm going to have to obviously give you uh, exclusive content and probably a third item within that $10, you know, $10 actual item. So that membership. So that's what I'm going to try to work on. I still got to get a lot of that stuff figured out. Patreon, or at least my Patreon channel is not 100% put together yet. Oh man, Sterling, you got, you got Jimmy commenting on you, man. What's the deal, Sterling? How's life treating you? That's what he's asking you, Sterling. You better, you better respond to him, man. But, <laughs> but anyways, uh, so the point being is Patreon is going to be able to, uh, you'll be able to basically support me, Tyler2040. It's so funny. But um, I, you never know, man. 2040 is a long way, long way to run. But uh, the point being with Patreon is I just needed something or some way to be able to do donations because all this stuff that I'm giving you is free content. And I'm basically going to be doing a lot more free content. So if, you know, it's something that you guys like, I mean, I'm on 105 episodes. So, you know, I'm pretty serious about goals and updates. I'm working on a, a bunch of other things for goals and updates. So it's more accessible. I'm trying to listen to some feedback, trying to get some things going on it. But Patreon is just basically so you can support me and do and do like a really minor donation. And it's me being able to be a little bit more supportive to you. Uh, if you wanted to support it. So that's kind of, it's something that's really cool. And I got the idea with Patreon, by the way, I heard about it on a, um, I was listening to a podcast and someone mentioned about Patreon and I, and I was like, what is that? And they were talking about how it was, uh, on the podcast I was listening to, I think it was a Joe Rogan podcast with, uh, Jordan Peterson. I'm pretty sure with Jordan Peterson and Joe Rogan, they were talking about Patreon and, I looked into it the other night because I heard about it somewhere else. I actually think I saw an ad for it. And I went on last night. I, I was out with uh, my one friend, Jonathan, which is actually funny enough. It's uh, Jimmy's brother. But I um, and I was looking it up last night and I'm like, hey, what is this? Like, this would probably be a good way to be able to do like donations if someone wants to donate money or whatever. Because like, you know, right now I'm, I'm basically running on my own income with different, you know, I got a bunch of different things that I'm stretching my income. So I, I don't have a lot of flexibility. And, you know, it's a good way to make the show a lot better because I'll have more money and I'll be able to go get better props. I'll go and be able to maybe get a better seat because I'm going to have a co-host. What's up, Jason? I'm going to have a co-host tomorrow, right? But the chair that I have isn't 100% comfortable. So that's where Patreon, things like that, little minor things where the Patreon thing would work out. Uh, and I can give them like a better chair. I'd be able to get different things where I could help give more back to the, the co-host, right? So that's something that I'm trying to work on. Another thing too is space. So that's something else I'm trying to think about. But, uh, you know, last night I just had this idea. I'm like, all right, I'll do Patreon and I'll do these membership things. And I'm like, all right, I want a small one. I want a medium one. And I want a, a big donation uh, for the ballers out there. So that's something that I, I, I thought about, which I still, it's still in the works a lot of that stuff with the Patreon, right? So do you have Toastmasters tomorrow? I do. Every Tuesday, Toastmasters. Um, I don't have a speech tomorrow, but I guarantee you they'll pick me for a table topic and I'll be out there. And I'll, and um, funny enough, there's actually someone that hit me up in the Toastmasters Facebook Messenger and they, they, um, they hit me up in the Toastmasters uh, chat over there and I got them to go show up. So hopefully they show up tomorrow. We'll add another guest to the club. The club is growing, which is awesome. And I still, I actually got to sit down with myself and figure out some goals to promote that club a lot more. But, and that'll be part of my updates to you guys too as well. But 
That's something if you're interested in, since uh, Sterling brought that up, Toastmasters. Toastmasters is a club. You have to be in the Fort Lauderdale area to, to actually join at least our Toastmasters club, which is the great Fort Lauderdale Toastmasters. If you want um, to look them up on Facebook, it's the great Fort Lauderdale Toastmasters 2004. And we meet at the Denny's over in Fort Lauderdale on Oakland Park and Powerline Road. So that's something I'm ready for Saturday. Dude, it's only Monday. I, I, why are you ready for Saturday? You got a whole week ahead of you. <laughs> but, um, but anyways, but that's something that's, you know, would be good for you. Uh, everyone doesn't really focus on public speaking, but I'm telling you public speaking is the most important trait or skill to have because you'll basically outdo your competition easy that way. Uh, that's something that you'll see in my speaking right now with uh, goals and updates has helped me tremendously be able to put myself in front of an audience and basically just, you know, be who I am right now in front of you and be able to be open, be able to talk and cut out those ums, ahs. You'll hear them once in a while. I'm, I'm pretty guilty of that. But you'll, you'll hear a, my, my speech be a lot clearer. I'll be able to think on the spot faster. Most of this stuff, by the way, 95% of the stuff I'm speaking to you is off the top of my head. I don't have anything written down. I just have a guideline in front of me like, okay, I want to talk about X, Y, and Z. Here's the topic that I want to talk about. And then Everything's off the top of the dome. So that's uh, Patreon. Now, the next thing you'll see on there real quick is Dundeal Investments, which is uh, www.dundealinvestment.com. Now, that's the business that I'm going to be talking about at the very end of the podcast, and you'll understand what that is. It's just basically my company right now that I'm trying to get off the ground and, and start moving it faster, and that's just giving – we have investors – and then we go and we get distressed sellers and we help them put them on a deal with an investor that'll buy their home within that week really quick for a fair cash offer and they'll buy the house as is and the seller will get out of the distress situation and the investor will make a profit by flipping the property. So that's what Dundee Investments is. I should have put LLC. I guess I forgot about the LLC on that one, but live and learn. We'll update that for the next episode. Now, some other episodes, or some updates, I want to say episodes, some other updates. So Steven's coming over tomorrow and we're going to film, uh, we're going to do a, an interview with him slash co-host. So I don't know what we're going to talk about. We, I, I have a couple of topics I do want to pitch to him that we could talk about. Uh, and some of it might be like debatable issues where they're a little bit political, but they're debatable. But it's just like an overall, like basic, um, a basic like debate. Basically, uh, I was thinking maybe like the legalization of like marijuana or um, some of like those things that I'm not 100%. I don't have a 100% decision on it, but I'm kind of like in between the crosshairs of that debate or that political argument. So it'd be kind of interesting to hear what he he'll say because I kind of have an idea of what he's gonna say in the sense of uh, what's what he wants to happen with it. But it'll be kind of interesting to talk about and have a real discussion about that type of issue on this show. So that's what I thought about talking about. He also wants to get more into business. So I, so I, I sent him some videos to go look at. Hopefully he looked at them, but it was on Grant Cardone. I'm trying to get him a little bit more uh, advanced with Grant Cardone. And it, for people that know me, I, that's the guy that I look up to in a lot of different ways. And that's where I get a lot of my business information from. And that's the trusted source that I go through 
is uh, Grant Cardone. That's 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 who I consider my mentor in business and base and, and basically in life as well. Because business is life. That's that's my motto. Business is life. So that's kind of you know something that's going to happen tomorrow. It's going to happen, I think, around eleven or twelve p.m. 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. maybe around that time. That's what we kind of decided on. And that'll be a good show. You're going to want to catch that. If not, it'll be on Facebook posted up. And we'll probably have that on Instagram on the live feed. But, you know, I'm trying to get all these things caught up with uh, with um, Podbean. So that way you guys can listen to them in the car, listen to them on your phone, any mobile devices. And that'll help out with that problem. So that's that with Stephen being a co-host tomorrow. I did Patreon. Now the setup, I want to talk a little bit more about the setup. I want to, which I was talking to him about, my computer is a Apple MacBook Air and I don't have a HDMI port, unfortunately. But you can tell behind this, um, this board, there's a TV, the TV behind it. Now I had this idea with the TV that I'd link up the HDMI port to the TV from my computer, and if I had a guest on here, almost like Joe Rogan, you know how Joe Rogan can um, go on his computer basically and pull up things, I thought if we were having a debate, I had a co-host or we wanted to look up something, I could post it up on that bo- uh, on that TV because it's in a perfect location. It's right above us. It, it'd be easy to see if, you know, obviously if the board wasn't there, the board's in the way, but, but you'd be able to link up the HDMI to that and be able to kind of do like, little debates here and there or like if I had a co-host and we were talking about something and I'm like I'm pretty sure this is factually true you'd be able to see it on that TV behind me and that's what I'm, that's the next move I'm going to work on is uh I got to get a lightning bolt cable which is an adapter piece and that'll be an HDMI port type of cable and that'll run into the TV so that's something that I'm, I'm thinking about doing uh but you know I, I got to figure some things out to get that going but right now we're going to use the board so that's kind of like a setup idea. We got Patreon, which I talked about. So there's this, also there's this uh, marketing position, right? That I that I kind of, I talked about on the last episode. I believe it was episode 104, I'm pretty sure. But I talked about this marketing, like I'm trying to move up in the company I'm in right now where I want to go from customer support. And then once I get to six months, which would be probably like the next, what's up, mom? In the next two like two weeks roughly and then you can go and try to go to a different department but my goal with this company that i'm in right now with uh, cross country home services it which is a home warranty company i'm trying to get into the marketing department so i set i sent an email to to the higher-ups that are in that that department roughly or yeah basically in that department and i'm still waiting on a reply so my new goal for that one is uh, I'm going to try to basically wait. I, I heard some stuff where the person's on vacation, so I got I to gotta wait uh, basically for that person to come back. But once everything settles and if that happens where we go and, and I get that, that marketing position, like my, goal, my goals are obviously going to change regardless what happens with uh, if I do get a promotion or I do end up getting – some type of uh, some type of different position at that company, but the goals will obviously shift. But if I don't get anything, I don't get a response. I don't get. Uh, they tell me like you know you don't have the requirements, right? 
I might try a couple more times, but what then, then basically I have plan B, which plan B is going to be, I'm going to go to my friend and I'm going to try to, you know, go to a different company and I'm going to try to go for a, well, she could probably get me into Apple. That's kind of like the next go-to is like, I'd rather go to Apple trillion dollar company. Uh, there's more opportunity within that organization just because like the massive size of that organization and Apple is more of like my market anyways, like marketing in general, like Apple is the, the go-to for, for at least for me. And it's always been a dream area or company that I've always kind of wanted to work for, especially in business. When I first looked at business, I always thought, oh, I want to go work for Apple. So it would be in a sense better, maybe. I don't really know. I can't tell you because I haven't hit the that marketing position. I haven't you know, even gone with the company Apple, but with my one friend that I talk to a lot who she, she works as a customer support agent over there. And the funny thing is too, before I left this marketing, uh, the marketing position before the job I have right now, my one, my one um, person that I worked with that's still my friend, which I actually have to reach out to, but he was telling me basically like the same thing. Like, hey, I had a friend that used to work for Apple as a customer support rep. And like, he's like, you'd be really good at it because you're really personable. You have the personality. You're, you're easy to talk to. He's like, you care about people. And he's like, they'll set your hours around your time. And he's like, you can just work from home, answer phone calls, you know, go on the computer, do all that stuff. And you won't have all the problems you're having with the other company where everything's so uptight and everything is not flexible. And so that's, you know, and I, you know, I'm a strong believer in God. So I really think that, you know, it could be, it could be a sign. So I'm going to take it, uh, or I'm going to try to push for that opportunity if nothing happens with cross country home services. So it really comes down to if I, if an opening happens and I can move up into the marketing department with this company that I'm with now, then I'll try to hang in there for a little bit longer. But if nothing happens and it gets cut short, I'm going to try go some, you know, go somewhere else right? You don't like the, you don't like the options. You go somewhere else and go find better options. So that's kind of, you know, that's a big update that I'm giving you because it, it's going to change. A lot of things will change if I actually end up trying to go with Apple. A lot of things will shift. So it's something that I'm looking into. But in my mind, it's just something that, you know, might make more sense to, you know, keep the option open for that Apple position and work in, work my way up into that company because some of the stuff that she was telling me actually shocked me within the organization. So uh, in the sense of like what they'll do for their employees and their, and their atmosphere and uh, their, you know, how they market to their actual internal base within their, within their organizations to their employees. And that, you know, that'd be, that'd be good experience to have on my resume besides what I'm doing right now. So that's what I'm kind of thinking about. And remember, I talked about in the last, you know, the last episode, I believe, or two episodes ago, you're, you're trying to always build a world resume. And that's, that's, that's the mindset I have is like, all right, I got to keep on building this resume, this world resume, right? Cause I, I'm, I'm a living resume and that's what I have to do. So that's that update. Um, the last one I'm going to go over with you real quick. And then we're going to go in these two topics is going to be, uh, there's a really bad accident and I was actually late to work today. So I was kind of, you know, I kind of turned down to, uh, kind of actually there's two updates but I kind of turned down the road and I saw these cars backed up and I'm like I'm like oh no I'm like something's wrong and I tried to go around right 
And I ended up being, I think, about like 12, 15 minutes late to work. And I ended up uh, going around, and they obviously knew there was an accident. So they, they basically neutralized everyone that was late. But at the time, you know, I was kind of like, oh, like, you know, I'm working for a company that's really, really strict. And if they don't, they don't, you know, they're not going to take that into consideration. I'm going to get points, probably going to, something's going to happen. But I kind of knew they probably wouldn't. What's up, Michael? But I kind of knew they wouldn't. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a company where they're really, really strict. And I thought to myself, like, all right, if they screw me over on this, uh, you know, there's nothing I can do. But the point I'm telling you about that story is because I thought to myself, you know, there's nothing I could do in that situation. I could just try to get there as fast as I possibly could. And then if there, you know, it's other roadblocks, then, you know, it is what it is. I'm going to be late. So I just kind of followed protocol. But the point that I'm trying to bring to this story or the light to the story or a light to the story is, you know, you're going to have situations where you just got to accept what it is. Like you're not going to be able to be Superman and in a snap of your finger, get to where you got to go. So that's kind of what I'm trying to get to with this story is I kind of just accepted it. I'm like, right, there's nothing I can do. You know, I've done everything. Now, the only thing I could think of that I could have probably done different was obviously leave the house a lot earlier, but you know, you know, you can't really predict. That's why they say you're supposed to leave. I think it's like 30 minutes before you have to work or whatever, or 30 minutes, I think even before you're supposed to leave. So like an hour probably, but so that's kind of something that I wanted to update you on basically is that I, you know, I had to accept it. There's no other way. Right. And I could have been pissed at, I could have been pissed. Right. I'm sure all those people that were stuck in that line because of that accident on that sawgrass or on the sawgrass expressway were probably pissed off. And I was probably the only one that probably just said, you know, it is what it is. They're probably not the only one, but you know what I'm trying to say. But so that's that. The other thing real quick for the last update, and then we'll get to this topic, which is uh, keep your mind, I'm sorry, beat fear by doing it anyways. But I went last night and I'm trying to help my friend on Facebook ads. So I don't know if anyone, you know, there's probably going to be people here that know what Facebook ads is and how to use it properly. But I took a course basically on Facebook ads uh, with actually, funny enough, uh, Grant Cardone, he was doing this marketing agency thing. And so they went through Facebook ads. So my, uh, my one friend is a salesperson for um, medical insurance. So he's like, hey, I really need to get more leads. I know a little bit about Facebook advertising, but he's like, I don't, I don't know a lot. And I said, okay. I go, well, I just took a course on it, and I know basically how it works. But I'm like, I don't know. I don't know basically like everything about Facebook ads. Like I've, I've never personally sat down with myself and did the, did the Facebook ads yet. But I'm like, if you know your target audience, but you should know your audience because you're talking to these people every single day, you know, who's buying, you're making about a hundred calls a day. I'm like, you should know your audience. It shouldn't really take that long. So long story short, he goes, it's so funny. Cause, uh, it's funny. Cause he, he's, uh, He's brothers with uh, Jimmy that always comes on here. Uh, if you're on Facebook, you're not going to see him because he doesn't come on Facebook. He goes on Instagram. But he's the one that always says, Tyler Dunn for president. And uh, it's his brother. But it's just funny because he hits me up and, and he calls me. Or I call him, actually. And he's like, hey, I'm going to Publix. If you want to tag with me, he's like, you tag with me. And then you'll help me clean out my fridge. And he's like, then we'll do the Facebook ads. And I'm, uh, I'm like, okay. And I, I needed to get out of the house a little bit. but. You know, obviously, I could show if I'm going to go with him, go go uh, to Publix. What's up, Sterling? Go to Publix, 
shop with him and then go help him clean his fridge, right? So I'm like, all right, I'll do that. And the reason I did it too, because I really want to help him with Facebook ads. That's like a big thing. I really want to help him with his Facebook ads so that way I can see what he's doing wrong and learn at the same time help him. Like I really want to help him as much as, you know, learn from both of our mistakes probably doing it. But I really want to help him. And I know if I help him, you know, he'll help me down the line anyways. Like, and, you know, obviously if you're a friend to someone, you want to help your friend, right? So I, um, I'm like, all right, I'll do that. So long story short, go over there and just had a, and just had like one of the best times uh, I probably had in a long time. And it was just, it was just basically me and him. Uh, we go, we go shopping at Publix. He racks up a, a high Publix bill, and we were just laughing the whole entire time. He's buying all this stuff, and he's just like, oh, I want this, I want that, and he's like, yeah, it's definitely gonna be a hundred dollar uh, Publix bill, and like ends up being, you know, a certain amount of it ends up being over like by two times and he um and he's just laughing about it and we get to his house and he's like all right he's like we're gonna clean up this fridge you're gonna pass me stuff i'm gonna clean this down wipe this down we're gonna throw things out we're gonna take the trash out and he's like he's like you want a beer and i'm like i'm like all right so end up drinking some beer you know fixing his refrigerator not fixing his refrigerator but cleaning out his refrigerator and it's just a, it's, it was just a really good time. It was probably the first time I had actually fun cleaning a refrigerator just because it was so funny. We we're just cleaning things out. And he's like, dude, I, I haven't even seen this in like the last month or whatever. There's it out. Uh, you know, re-put, it re-puts everything in the refrigerator. He's like, hey. He's like, I just got this coffee. He's like, uh, and he's like, I really want to try it. He's like, I've been, he's like, I've been craving coffee for a week. He's like, you want to try a cup? And it was like New England. It was like New England um, grain coffee, but it was like chocolate chip, uh, cappuccino or chocolate cappuccino. And I'm just, I'm just like, dude, I, I'm like, I'm kind of curious how that tastes. Like I've never had New England coffee before. So let's, let's do it. And we're just drinking, we're drinking coffee. And that's actually probably why I was up at two in the morning last night, working on the Patreon uh, thing for goals and updates is because I was on a coffee high. So um, so we're drinking the coffee. I'm like, wow, this is the best coffee I've ever had in, in like my whole entire life. And he's like, yeah, like it's so good. And then he's like, hey man, he's like, I got some margarita mix over here. <laughs> he's like, I got some margarita mix over here. He's like, you want a margarita? And I was like, sure, why not? And so he makes a margarita. What's up, Jackie? And uh, makes makes a margarita and makes like one of the best frozen margaritas I've ever had in my life. Like, and I don't even like, I don't really like margaritas to be honest with you, but. He ends up blending up, put some ice, put some sugar, put some uh, like tequila, and then puts the um, he puts he puts something else in. I think it's like the actual mix for the uh, margarita, right? And it was just so funny because it came out. It was it was like a frozen margarita, but it, it was it came out so good that I was like I was like, dude, I don't even like margaritas, but this is probably the best drink I've had in like my whole entire life. And he was just laughing. He's like, yeah, I just eyeballed everything, and he's <laughs> and we're just like drinking margaritas and then the last part that he did which was really funny was he goes uh he bought himself a, a 20 a 20 dollar t-bone steak and he goes uh he goes hey man i'm really craving some steak he's like uh, we're gonna drink these margaritas and we're gonna go outside and we're gonna grill a, a t-bone steak and, he, and he's like i'll give you some and i was like all right and so he's grilling this t-bone steak we're drinking margaritas uh and we're going back inside and like re you know recleaning out his refrigerator as he's cooking the steak out on the grill, and it's just it was just a good time. And he's showing me uh, Lucifer, 
he was like, yeah, man, I've been watching this show, Lucifer. And uh, it was just, it was, it was, it was probably like the best time I've had in a long time. But just it, the funniest thing for me is like it, it, a good time could be so simple, right? For that, it was just kicking it back, cleaning out his refrigerator. Uh, basically just talking to him about a bunch of different things that I don't get to talk to him about, you know, a little bit about business because he's a salesperson for health, health insurance. So I'm getting a different, you know, I'm getting to know him a lot better because I don't really have a lot of times where it's just me and him um, in a room talking or doing things and bonding. It's normally me, Jimmy, or Costa uh, most of the time. That's normally when I, when I run into him or see him. So it's never a one-on-one -on -one with him. And it was just a really good time. It was really chill and uh, probably one of the best times I've had in a really long time, which I really needed that. So, uh, you know, che uh, cheers to cheers to Jonathan. Uh, if Jonathan ever comes on Facebook and watches this uh, this episode of 105, I'll have to tell him to watch it. But um, he's someone I want to get on the show, too. All these people that I'm listing, Jonathan, Costa, Jimmy, uh, if they're all willing to, I definitely want to try to get them on as a co-host once I figure out, you know, how to get more co-hosts on here, how to get it a little bit more tuned up. But those are my updates. Uh, probably seem like a lot, you know, 30 minutes of talking about myself. But, uh, but yeah, so those are my updates. Now we're going to go into this topic, the first one, which is going to be beat fear by doing it anyways. So I had a, you know, I have a, believe it or not, even though it looks like I'm really, really confident up here, I do, I do have a lot of fear. Uh, about different things, but my fear might be a lot different than than most people, just because I think about a lot of things at one time, and I I tend to think about extreme things, like things that kind of don't that are not easily like a lot of people don't think about, like money or how how do I do this, how do I do that, um, you know what would happen if this happened, or you know what if like the economy crashed or this happened, like. What, like, what would I do? Like, how would I get around this? And that's kind of something a lot of people don't think about. They kind of just cruise through life. So I have a lot of things that I'm constantly thinking about. You know, I, um, you know, I might, I like, I like this one, this one girl. So I'm kind of thinking about, oh, how can I, uh, you know, woo this person or do this or do X, Y, and Z. So it, I just have a lot of things going on. Right. And with life, you're constantly in life, you're constantly developing yourself, you're constantly hitting to the next level, and you're constantly trying to progress. So the point being with this is that, you know, you really, let me try to tune this down a little bit. Okay, so you're kind of constantly growing, you're constantly trying to figure things out. But at the same time, you know, as time goes on, you get more responsibility, different things happen, a lot of things change. And the last three or four months for myself, I mean, a lot of things dramatically changed. I got a new job, right? When I was getting a new job, you know, I broke up with my girlfriend. Uh, and then a lot of different things happened. And, and like, some of my friends had to go to work and they left. So and then, you know, my other friends in Orlando that, uh, you know, I hang out with a lot. But a lot of things happened where and then I, I graduated college. So I'm not doing that anymore. And I'm trying to focus I started done deal investments on the side. So there, there's and then I did goals and then I started goals and updates. So there's a lot of things that I did that radically changed what I was trying to do, right? And I had to adapt to a lot of different things. So the the point being was there there was a lot of fear between all those different changes, right? Uh, the you know obviously with the whole girlfriend thing, you know, and and I don't I don't have a, a problem telling you 
but you know, you obviously have those fears. Uh, you, you're so used to someone for so long. Uh, and by the way, this happens to everyone. So, uh, yeah, that's why I'm telling you because th this happens to everyone. If, you know, when I was going through it or that breakup, basically, you know, you have those thoughts. Did I do the right thing? Did I do the wrong thing? Was it my fault? Was it her fault? You see, you're going, you're playing through all these different things, but the fear part of it is always like, Oh, uh, can I do better? Right. So you're kind of telling yourself, well, can I do better? Uh, now I'm alone. So it's like the fear of being alone sometimes. Uh, but, but the point being is like, you know, yeah, you got to do it anyways. Like in order to get through that fear, you just got to do it. Now, what I ended up doing was I just started doing a bunch of things and filling my, my, uh, my schedule up because I knew if I had too much time, I'm going to dwell. I'm going to think about a lot of things too much with that whole thing going on. So that's why, you, that's why I dramatically started grab, gravitating towards different things. Like I'm like, oh, I'm going to go do goals and updates. I'm going to go and do done deal investments. And oh, I got this new job, right? And it's full-time, not part-time. So uh, now it's going to take a little bit more of my time. I'm going to make a little bit more money. And I'm just going to keep on growing and trying to figure out my path in life, right? So that's why a lot of things radically changed for me because I'm like, all right, I got to get – the only way to beat this fear – is to do what most people do not want to do and most people don't want to stay busy and that's what I had to do so that's how I beat that fear of like oh like I broke up with my girlfriend I'm, I'm gonna be alone right because that's I'm telling you that's the biggest objection with when people break up with someone is you're just so scared about being alone and it sounds stupid right? it really does because when you start talking to yourself you're like oh I'm I, you know I've been alone for my whole entire life I remember like the first, um, my first ever, uh, girl, my ex-girlfriend, right. Or the first girlfriend I ever had, uh, she, like, it was so funny. Like when we broke up and like, I was just so, I, I didn't know what to do with myself. Right. And she was just like, you know, you've been, you've been by yourself for 18, 19 years. Uh, you can do it again. <laughs> but at the time, like, I didn't want to hear that obviously. So I'm just like, yeah, no, like, you know what you're talking about. Right. Uh, what we commonly all do, but the funny thing was I realized over time she was right. I did it for 18, 19 years and she was, she was trying to close me with logic, but I didn't want to hear the logical part about it. But uh, over time I realized I was like, I did do this for 18, 19 years, right? I've been by myself uh, since I was a toddler and I had to grow up. Right. So the only way to get through that fear is by doing it. You gotta, you gotta kind of, you gotta kind of close yourself sometimes. So I try to tell myself like, the hardest close is normally not other people. It's normally closing yourself because you're so caught up in your beliefs. You're so caught up in different things. This is why, like, I do want to do a, uh, by the way, I do want to do a political uh, channel eventually where it's going to be called uh, Done With Politics. So it's going to have my last name, but Done With Politics because uh, even though, you know, I'm, I'm going to have a little bit of bias tensions within that show, right? Because I am, I am pretty... I, I do consider myself pretty right wing in the sense that I, I do consider myself like 95% uh, right wing or Republican. So you're go like, and I'll tell you too, when I'm going through uh, the different objections and stuff like that, you know, I, you know, I can understand where this person's coming from, but I see it this way. Right. And you'll, and you know, it's obviously going to have some biased uh, opinion in there, but I'll try to do my best to kind of wing it out. And I'll try to do my best to, to tell you when it, when I think it probably is. And I can understand why people would tell me it is, right? But, and that's going to be the difference between that show and most political shows or podcasts. So that's, you know, I got, I don't have any time to do that right now, but uh, eventually, you know, as I, as I,
progress, maybe make some, maybe we get this Patreon thing going and I can get some donations going and maybe get some more money and I can maybe hire a team, maybe get some, you know, get a space or something, you know, start growing. Uh, you know, eventually I'd like to add that one on because I, I am pretty politically involved uh, in politics on my own. So, you know, that'd be a pretty good show too, but I definitely would like to have a lot of diverse people on that show as well. But, uh, you know, with time, all in time, right? Uh, one baby foot or baby step at a time, right? Baby step at a time and eventually you get to, uh, you get to that, you get to the top of the pyramid. But anyways, so that's, that's one that I had was that fear. The second one is always trying to look for more opportunity in your life, right? So the big one I can give you is work. Now, I don't mean like starting like goals and updates, even though that's a big, it is a big fear. Like public speaking, what I'm doing right now is a big fear. But I mean like when I went from the marketing department at Broward College to then trying to get to this job that I'm at now with Cross Country Home Services, which is the warranty company. And I had to do, you know, I had to do a lot of interviews and I had to figure out, you know, where I was going to fit. And I didn't really know where I would fit in this company. I just knew like, okay, I'm going to have to start at customer support services and try to figure out where to go from there. And I didn't, you know, I didn't have a lot of information. I just knew, okay, I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a lot more money than I'm making now. It's definitely full-time over part-time. I'm definitely going to get benefits, which will actually boost it up a little bit. And I'm like, I'm in a desperate time where I just need more money. So I got to suck it up even if I don't like it and I got to use it to my advantage. So, and I was scared. I'm telling you, there's a point, there's a point in time where I was scared because I'm like, I'm carrying too much debt and my income is way too low. And I'm like, there's no way I can keep going for the next five or six months and be able to do this. So yeah, that's what gave me the courage to be able to go, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go get this job. No one's going to stop me. I'm going to go there, kill the interview, and I'm going to get a position there uh, was because of that, was because of the fear. And I knew that being scared and, and not having enough money and not being able to, to do what I wanted to do and, and have too much debt and feel trapped, which, you know, there's still times right now where I kind of do feel trapped, but I'm pushing through it and I'm, and I'm almost out of the tunnel, right? But it's because I, I pushed through the fear and I put in, the, in place, I, I just told myself I got to do it anyways. And that's how you beat fear. That, that's the only way to beat fear. The more you linger on it, the more you go, oh, I don't want to do that. The, the next example I can give you too, which is a really good one, which everyone should understand is if you want to make a phone call to someone, right? It doesn't matter who it is. Uh, or maybe it's someone that you're trying to like mend, amend something with, like a friend or maybe a, a girlfriend you got into a fight with and you're trying to amend it, right? Or uh, I'm pretty sure that's how you say it, amend. And you got to make that phone call, but the law, and you keep pushing off, pushing it off, pushing it off. And you're like, oh, if I could just wait, you know, if I could just wait a couple, a couple more hours, I'll make the call. You, you probably won't because the more time you put between you making that phone call, the distance between making the phone call, the more fear, or more fear builds up. And that's what I started to learn was I just got to do it. You know, if I fail, I fail. If I succeed, I succeed. You know, obviously I want to succeed and that's the target. But if I fail, oh, well, I won't have the fear anymore. Now I just got to figure out how not to fail and learn from the mistake. And that's basically, that's basically what I'm trying to tell you is that's how you beat the fear by doing it anyways. You, you just got to literally just step up to the plate and just do it. Um, and, you know, I had, and everyone has to do that. And I'm pretty sure everyone at one point in time has had to step up and do something that they were terrified of doing. Uh, the first time I had to do a public speaking gig and I had to do uh, 
not a gig, but more of like public speaking and do a PowerPoint presentation at school, I was, I think, I think I was the last person, excuse me. By the way, when I do do PowerPoint presentations in a class environment, I technically don't really like going first, even though I will go first now, because now I don't really have too much of the fear. But what I like to do is go second or third. Now, the reason for that is you're not the first one that goes up there because that's when you're the most nervous and you tend to make a mistake because you haven't seen what the next person has done, right? And so that's why I like having like go second or third. You saw the first person go up and present. You saw what the audience kind of gravitated towards. And then you'd be able to adapt and, and refigure out what your strategy was. Now, I hated going last or being pretty close to last because the anticipation of waiting and waiting and waiting is what killed me all the time. I'm like, oh, I'm, I just want to get this done. I just want to do it. Because once I'm up there and I'm going, I flow. And that was something that I learned really, really early in my life, at least when I was in college and in high school, was to overcome that fear of public speaking, you just got to get up there and start talking about what you want to present. And as you do that, the fear starts dissipating away and you start real and then you just flow. Or at least that's what happens to me. I'm sure, you know, some people probably doesn't, it's not that easy for them. But, uh, you know, once I'm up there and I'm talking, it, it gets, you, you, the fear is not really there anymore. You just tend to overlook the fear. So, or you forget about it. Honestly, you actually forget about fear once you actually push yourself hard enough. So that's the topic of beat fear by doing it anyways. Now, the second topic we're going to be talking about is keep your mind growing. Now, this one I, I tend to, I think I've talked about in a couple of episodes, but I like to keep on coming back to this because I feel like a lot of people understand the concept of keep your mind growing, but a lot of people don't really keep growing their mind. They don't really go out there and, and still learn and educate themselves and, and watch, you know, maybe watch a documentary or read a book or watch some podcasts that are educational and they're teaching you different things and, you know, you're not listening to the same thing over and over and you're listening to different people's points of views, maybe on a political debate or, or whatnot. And that's what I mean by keeping your mind growing. And I tend, you know, I did this a lot in the marketing when I was in the marketing department at Broward college. What I would do is I would, I would go on YouTube and I basically in the background, let the YouTube video play. But there it was a little bit less strict. I could literally play the video next to me at the same time on, on dual screens or on the corner and still be able to basically work. And I wouldn't get yelled at because it was a small, you know, small community of, of people working there. So I, you, didn't have, you didn't have CEOs walking through and stuff like that. But at this new job, I can't do that. I have to play in the background and I have to use the headphone and listen to the podcast. So I can't see what's going on in the videos, which is fine but I have to listen. But I continue to trade over into this, into this company or this job that I'm at right now because I realized how much, how much knowledge I picked up in just like two months of just listening to other people debate on politics or debate on different issues that weren't really political issues, but it was information that they were talking about. So like, for instance, like Joe Rogan, they do, he does obviously bring a lot of political people on his show, but at the same time, he brings a lot of diverse people that, you know, a lot of them don't talk about politics. They just talk about an, like an activity or something that the other person's really intrigued on, like aliens or um, ancient history or 
you know, hunting and stuff like that. And that's not really political. That's more just, you know, things that they're talking about that they're really interested in talking about and, and trying to bring up information that they've seen on different uh, facts and fiction and, and then just basically have a conversation. And that's what I realized was once I started doing that, I picked up a lot of information. Once I started reading too, I picked up a lot of information in just a couple of pages of reading. And that's what I mean by growing. Uh, listen to podcasts in your car. Listen to, you know, if you're working and doing homework, listen to some type of educational thing in the background or some type of debate where maybe you don't always agree with the person. See, that that's the hard part with a lot of people is they tend to gravitate towards what they uh, physically agree with. And that's what I, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Like I do it, I, I still do it to this day, but I do listen to a lot of other things that are different than my own viewpoint because can't lie to you. I still listen to things that uh, gravitate towards like a conservative viewpoint, like listen to Ben Shapiro, uh, Stephen Crowder, uh, who's, you know, but I also listen to Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan's not a, a right wing person. He might have some viewpoints that he probably mostly would associate himself towards a right, um, a right political viewpoint, right? And he would agree with that ideology a little bit more, but he is more, new, you know, he's, he's normally more like neutral type of individual. He's, he's a libertarian. So my point being is that, you know, I get a lot of diverse information from his podcast as well. Uh, I'm also, you know, I try to go on different, uh, if I did watch news, you know, I would try to go on to different news channels just to get a different opinion on different things, get different information. That's what I mean by growing as uh, keeping your mind growing, right? You want to listen to different things. But with me, I can give you some examples of things that I did that were a little bit challenging, but I grew from it uh, and my, mentally, basically. Uh, the big thing that I like to talk about is when I worked at Broward College in the marketing department, I was the only person that had a different belief system than everyone around me. Uh, I did, you know, I was uh, a very, you know, I believe in God uh, pretty heavily. It's, that's, you know, I'm a Catholic or Christian, basically, uh, but Catholic, uh, I go to a Catholic church, but uh, I recently found out, this is the funny part, is I recently found out that uh, Christianity is just the branch, and then you have Catholic that would fall under it, but, mo you know, most the religions that uh, believe in, like, Jesus Christ the Savior and everything would be kind of considered a Christian type of uh, organization or group, so I didn't know that. It's kind of interesting at first, right? I didn't know that at first, but anyways, but... The point being is that, you know, I was the only one that like was, you know, I really believed in God there and I, I'm sure some of them did, right? But maybe just not as heavily as me, probably didn't really go to church as much as I did. And my, uh, you know, I tend, I tended to lean right on, on political subjects, excuse me, political subjects when they tended to lean a lot left and, you know, they liked mainstream media. I didn't really like mainstream media. A lot of things, politically speaking, we disagreed on. But And we got into some debates. Uh, for a long time, I avoided debates with them. But I avoided debates for the fact that I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, who, you know, it, it's work. First of all, politics don't play a role. Like, we can't change anything politically in that environment where we're at right now, you know, in that, in that group. What's up? What's up, Max? But uh, at the same time, you know, I, I tried to avoid those conversations for that 
reason was I'm like, all right, I can't, can't change anything in this environment. But at the same time, I'm like, I can't keep avoiding the conversations. I can't keep avoiding. I can't keep keeping to myself. And eventually I'm, it's going to come to a point, which I kind of knew is eventually going to happen where I was going to have to eventually talk to them about politics because they just brought it up so, so much at that, uh, at that company. Um, especially, you know, once like Trump got uh, elected, it was just, they talked about it a lot and they'd be like, Hey, do you hear about what happened here? You hear about what happened here? And so, and then they would try to drag you in. So I knew eventually I was going to have to talk about it, but that was something that I grew from. There was a lot of points in that, that discussion in politics where it got, it got heated a little bit. And then I had to, I had to figure out how to get myself, you know, cooled off and at the same time, try to, you know, keep them cooled off, but not tip, tip the, you know, tip the hat too much, but, and, and spill the liquid inside the, inside the cowboy hat. Right. But the point being is that I, it kind of challenged me because these are my, you know, I consider these people my friends, but I knew like politically talking about politics. Sometimes it doesn't, depending on who you're talking to, they could either go, it could go south really fast or it could, you guys could meet some common ground and figure some things out. But, uh, and, and sometimes we did hit some common ground, but, and, but most of the time we didn't, we hit a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, arguments and a lot of different things. Like I tried to keep calm and they'd kind of get pissed and more emotional. And, and they're like, look, like, I'm just trying to be honest with you. Here's the facts. Here's the facts. Like, I'm just being real with you. Like, I'm not trying to sugarcoat anything. I'm not trying to be fake. Uh, here's the facts. Like this, this is the real, this is the truth. Whether you want to believe it or not, like this is proven. And, you know, but it is, you know, that stuff is what it is. And you can't, you can't change people. They don't want to change. So that, that, that's what I mean by a lot of this stuff. Like if you're coming to this show right now, right. And, and you want to grow your mind, right. You want, you hear, Oh, what's goals and updates. And then you hear, Oh, like goals and updates. We're trying to change your negative mindset into a positive mindset and grow yourself. And it's a, it's a podcast that really wants, wants people to grow as individuals and really help people grow the mindset of being more of an optimistic thinker and a more positive thinker and more of like a successful individual uh, within your own life and not blame other people and just really take full control of yourself, full responsibility of your own self and really try to push yourself to success. That's, that's why design goals and updates, right? So that's, uh, that, that's kind of, that's kind of why I, it's uh, kind of why I did all that. Right. So that's, I lost my train of thought. I'm gonna be bluntly honest with you, but that's keeping your mind growing, right? So, just you want to constantly push yourself. That's that's really what this topic is all about. You really want to push yourself. Maybe put yourself in really uncomfortable positions on this one, because when you that's what I learned too. If you put yourself in uncomfortable positions, you'll grow regardless. Like listen to that very carefully. Like you'll grow regardless because even if you fail, you'll learn from the failures, right? But if you succeed, you'll learn what, what you succeeded with and what gave you the, the boost to success. So it, it, it goes both ways. So that's why I say like, and it kind of goes, goes hand in hand with the first topic we were talking about where the only, only way to beat fear is by doing it anyways. And you got to, in order to beat fear, you got to keep growing. By the way, fear is, is because you're not certain of something or you don't know something. That's why most people are scared. They don't know what happened. So if you're trying to progress into a company and you're scared, it's probably because you don't, you don't, you don't know how to get to that next level in that company or that next level within the organization. So 
that's kind of, you know, that's what fear really comes down to. But anyways, that's keep your mind growing. And now we're going to go into Dundee Investments really quick and then we'll wrap it up. So for anyone that doesn't know, my name is Tyler Dunn. I own a company called Dundee Investments LLC where the deal is already done. This company is designed to take a investor, someone that wants to go and buy real estate and flip housing or just really just invest in real estate. And then we get a distressed seller, someone that financially can't sustain their property, and we put them together on a deal, and the investor basically buys the distressed seller's property and flips it for profit, and done deal investments in that investor help that distressed seller get out of the financial situation they're in, give them a, a quick cash offer, and sell the property very fast within, the, within a week. And then from there, uh, save their credit and help them get to their next property or get them into something where they can afford or something that's more reasonable for them. So that's basically what Dundeal Investments LLC is. Now I'm going to go over really quick the situations or problems that we can solve with my company Dundeal Investments. And then I'm going to go over the three steps that I call the three steps to financial freedom. So first off, the, the best problems that we can solve with uh, with property ownership or the resource that we can give them is if you're going through a pre-foreclosure. Pre-foreclosure is very simple. It's just if you, normally when you go and you get a property and most people don't have the money to buy the home outright, they have to go and get a loan normally from a bank, which is called a mortgage. So if you get behind on your payments with the mortgage, the bank has the right to repossess the property back. Now, obviously, this sucks for the person that's in the financial situation because if they go and, and they foreclose on that property, it messes up their credit really bad and it takes a while to, to rebuild that credit and they lose all the money that they put into the property. So that's where Dundeal Investments would help out and basically uh, basically go in and, and pay out the rest of the, the mortgage or whatever is owed on the house and basically buy the house outright. And, and the investor would basically go and try to flip the property. Now, the other one would be if you got like a job transfer. Now, this one's pretty simple. It's just you got better opportunities somewhere else. They want you to start within the next week or two. And you can't go through a real estate agent because they won't sell the property that fast. So that's where Dundee Investments would sell it really fast. You get the cash offer and then you just go and move to wherever you got to go. And that's and the deal's done on that one. Now, the other one would be liens. Now, liens are a little bit more common for the fact that these are city-issued liens. And normally what happens is like if your grass is overgrown, uh, your roof is really dirty, your pool is black, as we're in Florida, obviously, so there's a lot of pools down here. Uh, your pool's black or it's got, you know, it's, it's got a lot of dirt. Um, anything where the city can basically cite you for not having a clean property, they they eventually stack up over time. So, you know, what, let's say they give you a $250 lien and you don't realize that you have a lien or for whatever reason you don't get to it within like seven or eight days. Every single day it accumulates interest to the city and they stack up really fast if you don't get to them in time. So what normally happens is people, they get originally, you know, like a $100 or $200 uh, lien on their property and it stacks up to $1,500, $2,000 or more and they can't they couldn't afford maybe the 250 and now they really can't afford 2 grand. So what ends up happening is they kind of they're kind of stuck in that the mercy of the city. So that's where Dundee Investments would come in, help you out with the liens, 
we go ahead and basically uh, pay all that off basically and we sell it to a real estate or not real estate agent I'm sorry a uh, investor on the deal so that's one way with that situation another one would be foreclosure now the only reason I bring up the foreclosure thing because you're probably thinking to yourself well if they're in foreclosure they don't have the property anyways the reason I bring up foreclosure foreclose foreclosure sorry is because if you're if you're someone that knows right if you're someone that knows a small bank that owns a small bank or has really close ties to the small bank and they have a lot of foreclosed properties it's a liability to that bank when it goes into foreclosure foreclosure sorry I don't know I keep slurring that one but and they have to sell them faster else they lose a lot of money on on the house or the deal so that's something that we can give to a, a bank where we could just take their foreclosures and sell them to an investor really fast and help out that person that owns that small bank and they're trying to get ahead with the bank um, and so forth, so on and so forth. So if you do know someone that owns a small bank, that's where I could help them out with done deal investments and we would basically sell all their liabilities uh, with those properties that are no one's living there, that has high maintenance they have to sink money into and they don't want to. So that's where done deal investments would buy that property as is and give it to an investor and, and we'd help make money on that deal for them. So, and cut their loss on that. That's that. Then other, the last one I'm gonna bring up, but there's so many more, actually there's two more I bring up really quick, but there's so many other ways. But the other one would be if, if you inherited a property. Now this is kind of, it is common, but it's not as common as most people I think would assume would, would happen. But what this is, is basically, it's normally an elderly person and they put people in their will to take the property and what ends up happening is, uh, you know, they're most, they're, it's mostly elderly people and then they pass away. But since they're older, they kind of tend not to take care of the property. And what happens is you get a property and maybe you already own a property and you're like, all right, I, I, want, I don't want this. I just kind of want, I just kind of want the equity or the money that's tied into the equity of the, of the home. And I kind of don't want another property to manage. I don't want to take care of this. It's kind of a, it's kind of a burden to have it. I just kind of want the cash from it. That's where done deal investments to be able to sell it really fast as is. So you don't even have to clean out the house. You don't have to change out the water heater. You don't have to do anything. We would just buy it as is with an investor. Now there's going to be two more. I know I said uh, two more last time, but another one popped in my head. So there's two more that are really important. Now the, the next one would be divorce. And a lot of people give me crap for this one just because they're like, well, why are you talking about divorce? What does that have to do with anything? Divorce in the United States is about a 48% rate. And so normally what happens is, at least in Florida where Dundee Investments is located, it's a 50-50 state. So they have to split everything 50-50. Now, obviously, you can't split a property down the middle. You'd have to sell it and split the profits down the middle. That's where Dundee Investments would help you out, where we would basically sell that property really fast within that week. It's a done deal, right? And then you guys just split the profits down the middle and go your separate ways. That's why I talk about divorce because it's a resource that not a lot of people know about, but we can help them out like dramatically. We can. So most people don't think about that. They kind of just think about why are you talking about divorce? It's kind of depressing. Like why are you talking about 48% divorce rate? That's why. So that's that. And the last one I'm going to talk about before we get into the procedures of how this works is, is, um, if you don't want to do a real estate agent, right? Most people, when they think about selling their property or their home, they think about going through a real estate agent. Now it does have its, it does have pros to doing it through a real estate agent, but there are a lot of cons to it. Now, what I mean by this is 
first of all, you're, you're getting charged high commission fees. Now with done deal investments, we don't charge you any commission fees. We actually get paid by the investor that's going to be put on the deal. So that's the cool thing is the seller doesn't pay done deal investments. The investor pays done deal investments. Now what's going to happen is if you go through a real estate agent, they're going to charge you. I'm pretty sure the rates right now are about 6% or above because they have to, they have to pay multiple people on the deal. And what I mean by this is they have to pay the brokerage that they're using. They have to make money for themselves. And then they have to probably pay like an inspector. They have to pay different people or third parties in the deal that are kind of on the sidelines that you don't really know about. So like, obviously they'll tell you if you ask them, but most people don't know about them is what I'm trying to say. So that's that the high commission fees. Now, the other thing too, is it, so it most of the time it takes a long time depending on, depending on the real estate agent. Um, it, it only takes about a month, maybe a month and a half for them to sell the property. And this, this way it's quick. Like they don't have preset buyers, right? We have preset investors on a list where we can contact them and be like, Hey, we already have this deal under contract. Would you want to be on this deal and make X, Y, and Z? And they'd be like, okay. And then they'd be on the deal. That's how we sell it in the first week. Uh, there's another step that I'm going to get to in a minute. That's going to really explain that part. But we already have preset buyers or investors that want to buy your property and real estate agents don't do that. They just basically put it on the market and kind of pray, Oh, someone will stop by this property and we'll pray that someone's going to stop by and buy the property. Right? That's kind of what a real estate investor normally does. That's why they have open houses where people are driving by and they're coming in and they're looking and they're hoping to tag someone into the investment. Uh, we don't do that. So that's the other thing with this, which is cool is when you go through a real estate agent, you do the open houses, which a lot of people are kind of, they get annoyed at the open houses because uh, you have to take time off from your job. You have to try to make time for it. Uh, you have a lot of foot traffic coming through your property and you got to like take the time out. With Dundee Investments, we don't do open houses. What we do is we come over there and we take pictures of the property. We get a preset estimate basically going on. And we send all this information electronically to uh, the investors' emails. So they get all this information, they can view it, and they don't have to step foot on your property. And they can literally, in, in a couple of minutes, just look at the pictures, look at the estimates, you know, how much money it's going to cost them out of pocket. And they'll basically, within minutes, be able to decide if they want to be put on this deal or not and take the offer. So that's the big difference between Dundee Investments, which is a investing company in real estate, besides uh, or next to a real estate agent, which is just an agent that's trying to help you sell your property. That's the big difference. So a lot of people, I, I feel, sometimes think that Dundee Investments LLC is a real estate agent company or a real estate com uh, company in the sense of like a real estate agent, but we're not, we're nothing like real estate agents. So that's the big difference. Now I'm going to go over the three pro or the three steps that we call, or I call the three steps to financial freedom. The first step is you have to contact done deal investments. There's no excuse. You can't find us. Uh, we we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. I'm working on a YouTube page. We have, you can directly call me or text me at 954-857-6450. You can send us an email at www. I'm sorry, not W. It's dundealinvestments at outlook.com. So with an S, dundealinvestments at outlook.com. That's our email address. So email us if you, if you want to do that. Or you can go to our website for more information at www.dundealinvestment.com. 
So no S on that one. www.dunedealinvestment.com. So that, that's the one behind me, right over here. Sorry, I'm trying to trying to point to it. Oh, I can't get it. <laughs> it's, it's right over there. Never mind. <laughs> I was trying to point to it. It wasn't working out. It's kind of hard to see. But anyways, so that's the first step. You got to contact Dundeal Investments. Now the second step is going to be that we're going to have to ask you some basic questions, which is just basic questions, meaning like, you know, what problem are you trying to solve or what crisis are you in or why do you want to sell your property fast and what the condition of your property and just a couple questions on that. And then from there, we go into step two, which is going to be setting up an appointment for Dundeal Investments to come over on your property and take the five pictures inside, five pictures outside. And from there, so we're doing five pictures outside, five pictures inside, kind of set in reverse. And then we're going to take an estimate sheet and run through numbers basically and say, okay, you got to fix your pool. You got to fix your roof. You got to fix this driveway. You know, whatever a cost is going to be for that investor, we have to like write down on that estimate when we send them the pictures and, and the quote. So that's, that's basically step two. Now kind of going into step two to step three is from this point, I then have to run what we call comps, which is where I'm going to basically look to see what your house is worth on an average price in that market, in that neighborhood. So what I have to do is I have to look at three houses that were recently sold in your neighborhood as close as I possibly can get them. And that's how we're going to get the average cost, right? So we're at the average cost. We're going to deduct what it's going to take for that investor for that estimate that I was telling you about. And now we're at the bottom and that's the price we're going to negotiate on is that bottom price after we get the average price and we deduct what it's going to cost that investor to take on uh, to basically flip the property and make a profit. That's how we get the price that we're going to negotiate on. So this is still, now we're basically in step three. So now we're negotiating on the price and the terms. Once we come to an agreement, so obviously once we come to agreement or agreement on the price, price is easy to determine. Then we have to do the terms. Now the terms are just basically simple things that you need in order to comfortably move from this deal and give the property to the investor and then be able to move into something else. So that could be, hey, I gotta stay on this property for three more weeks until I can get back on my feet. Uh, I got to do X, Y, and Z before I can actually physically move. And from that point, uh, once we come to an agreement on that, I then have to update, obviously, and tell the investor, hey, this is the price that we're agree or agreeing on, and here's the terms that you have to abide by in order for this individual to be able to sell it to you. So once everything is agreed upon between the investor, Dundee Investments, and the seller, we sign the contract, all three parties. So seller signs contract, I sign it for Dundee Investments, and the investor signs the contract. From this point, the contract is, is done, and the seller obviously gets the cash offer. They can then go into another property. Uh, Dundee Investments will actually help them a little bit further. We'll give them any resources they need. So if they need to get you know, a home inspector, they need to get a real estate agent, they need to get financing, whatever they need, I'll go and get them a, a third party or a resource where they'll be able to help them further. And then obviously the investor will end up flipping it, making a profit off the deal, and done deal investments will obviously get paid a commission fee, which we call a finder's fee, and that is basically coming from the investor. It's not coming from the seller, it's coming from the investor. Um, and that's the cool part is, 
the seller doesn't have to worry about paying done deal investments. The seller will just be able to go on, move to the next thing, and the investor will basically pay done deal investments. So that's how all three parties work. I do want to scale this business so I have more resources for homeowners and investors and open it up to different niches and markets where I can uh, create it and do home inspections on here, have our own home inspection team, have our own real estate agent team, have, uh, have our own finance department, basically little things that you need whenever you go and buy a home. And the mission really is, or the goal, the mission slash goal would be to cut down the home buying time or the home buying process by a, like a third or, 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 or in half at least. Right? So that's something that I really want to do with this business is be able to add all these things on because most people when they know when they go and buy properties, they have to go and get a real estate agent to go find the property that they want. Then they have to get a home inspector, which is normally a third party uh, vendor. Then they have to go and find financing, which is another third party, which is normally a bank or some type of financial department, which is normally, you know, a bank. But from this point, you know, I got to go through all these different, different areas before you can actually buy the property. So that's what I want to try to do is cut down the buying time for homeowners or property buyers and give some more resources. So even if you don't want to go and use all our, all our resources, we can still help you out. We can still give you a, a home inspection for you. We can still go and look for properties for you and a real estate team. We can still give investors some financing if they need it, you know, whatever the deal is we can basically set that deal up and, and, and basically execute it. So that's what I want to do. Now, I think that's basically everything I have for this episode. Uh, pay attention to the board whenever you get a chance and just go check out some of these things. So go check out goalsandupdates.podbean.com. That's our Podbean platform where, where I try to put, I'm trying to update as many episodes as I can a day. It is really difficult to get uh the episodes off of Facebook. It just takes so long to download each episode off of Facebook. And then I got to convert it into MP3 and upload it, which doesn't take long. It's really the, the downloading Facebook. And I have over a hundred episodes right now. So um, I got about 20 episodes downloaded on a drive. And I think I have about 18 episodes uploaded to goals and updates, uh, Podbean um, website. So check that out check out the first 18 episodes and really see the difference. Cause I'm telling you the speaking is, is way better now than it is uh, in the last couple episodes and the content should be a lot better. Structure should be better. And so that's why I can't wait to get these newer episodes up on pod beings. Those are the ones that I think are going to make a, you know, make a lot of, a lot of noise and a lot of uh, make a difference on the show basically. But so check that out. We also got the Patreon support, which is uh, our Patreon page. So that's patreon.com slash goals and updates. And it's not, I don't know if you can go on there and do the first membership, which is a dollar, but I'm going to work on that tonight and definitely tomorrow, try to get those things moving and get those memberships up and rolling. So that way, whenever we do the podcast, we can try to get some, get some noise going on. So that's uh, Patreon support. And the last one is Dundeal Investments LLC, which is the business I just went over with you. So that's www.dundealinvestment.com. Uh, go check that out. That's I think that's you know that's the that's the business I'm really trying to scale because uh, I really think that business is going to make a massive massive difference, uh, definitely in real estate and definitely within you know within helping individuals out, property owners and investors. So. Uh, that's the one that I'm, I'm really trying to progress fast. So 
go check that out. Give me some feedback on the website. And, uh, you know, much appreciated. I, I appreciate a lot of people that come on and support me. Uh, I get a lot of, obviously, uh, continuation of people because I'm sure people are like, damn, this kid's on, you know, this kid's on Monday, Wednesday. And once I get some co-hosts flowing through, probably going to have like three episodes a week. So, uh, it, you know, it's progressing. I probably see my name pop up all the time. Like, hey, man, what is this kid doing? Kids constantly popping up live streams. So, uh, and that's the goal. The goal is to expand, right? I'm trying to get internally. That's why I do Facebook and Instagram. And then I'm trying to externally explode and start posting on Spotify, post on Podbean, post on YouTube, get different things going where it's going to give me more exposure and I can grow. And that's why I decided to try to get this Patreon thing going because I start trying to grow the audience and grow a base and hopefully that'll, that'll help out that pay, you know, the Patreon support. So that's, you know, that's everything going on, uh, so far right now. So stay tuned tomorrow around 11, I think around 11 AM, 12 PM, we're going to have Steven on here as a co-host and that, that should be fun. I'm telling you, he's a really good kid. Um, I should say guy, I don't know. I said kid, but it's probably just my, uh, my personality that's saying that, but, um, really good person. I've known him throughout high school. He's, he's, he should, should have some interesting viewpoints and he should talk about a lot of interesting things and it'll just be cool to have at least an hour with him by myself and just kind of talk to him uh, in front of an audience. So it'd be kind of cool and, and very interesting. So we'll see you tomorrow and I'll constantly try to update this, uh, you know, the Podbean platform and I'm going to try to get the, you know, at least get the first membership going for, for Patreon support. So Thanks, guys, for watching. This has been episode 105 of Goals and Updates. My name is Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments, LLC, where the deal is already done. Peace.
So, and the URL is in a Facebook link. I'll have it in different descriptions and, and whatnot, but that's our, our URL link for hosting. I'm trying to work on YouTube for goals and updates, uh, Dundee investments. I'm trying to do a couple other different things as well. And I'll see you Sunday, right? I'll see you Sunday. So we have our co-host Steven coming on on Sunday. I'll see you then. I don't know exactly what time yet. We're going to work it out. I think we're looking at about one or two, I'm pretty sure. So that's what we're going to try to head for. And if that doesn't happen, I'll see you on Monday and Wednesday. So remember, Goals and Updates comes on live every Monday and Wednesday from 7.30 to about, it's about we start at 7.30 and we, I try to end around 8.30, close to 9. So it, it's, it's normally an hour and a half. So stay tuned. I appreciate everyone that came out. This has been episode 104 of Goals and Updates. My name is Tyler Dunn with, uh, with Dunn Deal Investments, LLC, where the deal is already done. Peace.